This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret about a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Friday. Friday, uh, Friday, January twentieth. I mean, it's just a regular mm-hmm. Friday. I know I'm like doing all the fanfare and stuff, but it's awesome as all of well, them are. Well, it's a non-rainy Friday, so there's yeah, it is. You know, a, a welcome change. We're gonna do a bike ride today. Go get some cocktails. It's gonna all be right. fun. It's gonna be windy. I can't. I literally cannot wait to get back on my bike. Like it's been. At least two months since we went on a big bike ride, so I'm excited for that. My friend Mike Jay's in town, so we're going to go hang out. Oh, oh it's Critical Mass all, all going to be there? Uh, I haven't invited anybody yet, but Mike Jay said yes, yeah, so that, that's oh. where we start. Usually everybody, you know, everyone wants to get out of the house. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to get on their bikes. It's so fun. Is Mike you know, Jay's wife traveling with him, or is she in Mexico? She's in Mexico, so he comes here to work. <gasps> yeah. And she stays in Mexico alone? Y- yes. Does she like it? I don't know. She oh. She's very quiet. She doesn't bitch about it. And she comes here a lot, but he was he's only up for a few days this time. He was shooting somebody's he's a he's a photographer, videographer and he does mm-hmm. um real home tour. Follow him on Instagram. Uh Let me ask you a does, question. What? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm, I'm I like... I don't care. It's fine. I, so the peep, So this is one of those things people do where they go, I'm going to cash out and go retire in a place that's cheaper. Yeah. But, and I wonder if they would say, yes, you should do this, or no, in my experience, it was a mistake, but we're going to ride it out because we invested all our money in Mexico. Yeah. Yep. Ask him. Can you ask him? I I've asked him. He oh, what does it. he say? They, they oh they love it there. They really oh, and they okay. have a beautiful place for like zero. I mean, really, truly, compared to Bay Area prices, it's they sold their house and they moved there. And oh, I'm he, sure his thought process was that because he has crews that go and film these houses for him, and they he does high end like Joe Montana's place. He goes and films that when that goes mm, on the market, right? And they do these just incredible you know cinematic for god's sake uh things for these houses lots of drone photography is really cool um so you know they clearly got a marketing budget some of these places and uh so he weighs what it would cost him to fly here do the shoot you know work here and then fly back against what he would make for so he tries to group projects together and if he can group enough of them together and he can make it worth his time he'll come up and do it otherwise he just sends crews to do it and he takes the footage and and does the editing down in Mexico. 
But he likes doing so it, I, and he works with some high-end clients. And Do they have good friends down there? Uh, they do have some friends. They've met. Oh, okay, Unfortunately, good. they really moved there, and then the pandemic started, so it was, you know, it wasn't an awesome time to move down it wasn't there. Wasn't ideal. Um, and some people in his community do rent their units, which he he doesn't. Um, so sometimes there's you know party time, excellent. Uh, but I, I guess I'm giving kind of a lot of information. He's well, no, I he's just very li- happy. The, my question was very much just about the look. I love Mexico. I've probably be- he lives there, and I've probably been to Mexico more than he has. And yet, right. <laughs> I don't know that I would move there. That's what I'm getting at. Is as much as I love yeah. it. That's a big commitment. So I'm surprised Huge someone. Yep. But good for them. I'm glad it worked out. Sorry. Right. To have- I'm actually, I can't wait to go down there and visit them. We, we keep getting stymied. Something happens or the pandemic jumps in or, you know, whatever it is. But the place is gorgeous. I've seen a million pictures of it and it's just beautiful. They have like, this rooftop, rooftop pool just for them. It's theirs. Like, it's, oh. cra- it's crazy what you can get in Mexico. And they love this little town that they're. I mean, it's just insane. If you wanted to buy the same thing and, and it was like anywhere near San Francisco or or Silicon Valley, it would be five million bucks, like minimum. Oh. I, I just, I'm just throwing a number out there. It's a it, the place is baller. Anyway, um, hey, I wanted to tell you something. Um, my mom, you know, remember earlier today we were talking about Jennifer Coolidge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And now, to- my mom has reminded me of this. So my my grandma lived at the corner of the road that she, you know, that my dad grew up on. And then two houses up the street. Actually, really only one house. It's just, it's a lot of property. My uncle, Peter, Drunkle Peter, and my aunt Candy raised Stephanie and Seth in, in the house right up the street. They have a farm. It's like a total, they have big barns and tons of animals still have huge it. gardens still yeah even now i go there and she raises goats and oh. uh and it, i mean it's oh. it's crazy it's a true <laughs> yep like that i never heard a goat scream though when i was they were very <laughs> and they had all kinds all kinds of animals so in that neighborhood there was this girl holly storm and she was about five years older than uh stephanie and i were and she had a horse and so we were you know, into, oh, into her. And she's an older, the cool girl. She was a cool girl, right? And and so she lived like really right across the street, down a little ways on the street. But she had a horse, and she was super cool. And she had a couple friends. There were a group of older girls, and one of them was Jennifer Coolidge. And we would try to hang out with. And and I don't know, hundred percent for sure that Jennifer Coolidge was one of these girls. But they, you know, everybody says that girl was one of the girls. And she would have been about five years older, and there were a few of these. So that's the one thing. And then the other thing was there was some kind of connection to Owen Wilson. And it's that my Uncle Peter dated a girl named Laura Cunningham, who is Owen Wilson's mom. Later, she went on to marry whoever Mr. Wilson was. Oh, Drunkle Peter. Yeah, Drunkle Peter dated the, his mom when they were young. That's all. Boned her, their mom. Oh, I don't know that. Oh, yeah, you do. Those are the olden days, Vinny. People didn't bone. I mean, the girls were in their poodle skirts and listening. I'm sorry. Didn't your parents marry because they were pregnant? My parents did, yeah. Yeah. But not my uncle and aunt. I mean, I don't don't actually know if he boned her or not. You know, people do like to bone, so it's possible. I don't know how old they were. They could have been been too young for that. Okay. I don't know. All right. I mean, I guess it would have been the 
50s or early 60s. Yeah, you're right. People didn't bone during the 50s No, they didn't bone in the 50s and 60s. They were just, everyone was very chaste. And, you know, they loved to go to, you know, the bop. The hop. That's (laughs) what it is. The hop. The sock hop, yeah. You know, it was an innocent time. Happy days, Laverne and Shirley, all that stuff. No one was boning on that that time. And I like to think of my uncle and, and my parents as, of course, of being completely innocent. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that was... Okay, so there's the fill-in on Jennifer Coolidge, practically your family. Uh, Okay, yep, (laughs) maybe. I just, I feel like she was probably part of, if she was around, right? I mean, she would have been, like, we were 10 or 11 and into horses, and they were probably 15, 16, and, you know, the little girls trying to hang out with them. She was raised in uh, Norwell. Yeah, Norwell. I don't remember. Did she live on Green Street in Norwell? Because that's where. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't remember you saying this to her when she was in. Did you talk to her about all this? I think the 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 time I found out about this was after After that. I think my mom was like, "Oh my god," or maybe my dad was, "Oh my god," or something. I don't remember this as a kid growing up. I just don't even hardly know the story now. I'm sure next time she comes up, I'll have already forgotten it. But just so you know. Uh, okay, here is a bad advice. Um, this person chastising me a little bit. I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, right. She apparently, she says here, I wrote you a bad advice last year about this thing. Her mother-in-law smokes a lot. But apparently it sucks cause, sucked because you guys never read it. Ha ha. Um, it must have because honestly, we need bad advices. We love them. We need them. If any little problem you have, you never know. We've, sometimes we find a nugget and something that you think is, well, this isn't that interesting, but I'll send it to Sarah and Vinny. Send it along. Give us stuff to choose from. Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAlice.com. Um, and it's possible it didn't get here because, honestly, I looked back through all the bad advices that I have, and I couldn't find anything about a mother-in-law smoking too much. Do you remember that one, Bryn, at all? I, I don't right now, no. All right. So here's her current problem. And it is a quandary. I mean, people for sure know about this. When you live five hours away from someone, it's a little bit too short to fly but it's a long ass drive Mm -hmm. so dear alice gang that's us i guess i was wondering what you all think is a good frequency to visit your in-laws who live five hours away they live in the mount shasta area it's a beautiful area but not really a vacation visiting your in-laws let's be honest my husband and i have a three-year-old so also any traveling is work for us not to mention we both have careers and so when we leave town we would like a vacation And in terms of them visiting us, I'm just not super into it. Surprise. Uh, Our house is too small, and his mom smokes a lot of cigarettes. That's the thing she wrote about Mm. last year. Uh, That's another question, though. Am I obligated to invite them to stay with us occasionally? Am I the asshole? Thanks for the great advice. Asshole? She signs it. Um, She was also... Actually, there's a little aside after we go through this. Um... I think twice a year is the perfect amount of time to visit your in-laws uh, that live five hours away. It's, it is one of those kind of things you feel obliged to do twice a year. You can give them a date halfway between and say, oh, here's the next time. Oh, dude, look forward to this. We'll be out. Twice a year for how long? I don't know. A long weekend. It's a long ass drive. I don't know. And I don't know what the staying in arrangement is. Um, you know, if they're staying in the house and it's super cramped, like three days really is kind of enough, isn't it? Huh. Too much. 
Um, and then as far as you inviting them, um, you should say, our house is too small for you to sleep here and and you can't smoke in my house. You're allowed to have house rules. And you could say, there's a lovely little hotel down the street or wherever it is and we'll ferry you back and forth and come over and we'll hang out. We'll go places and do things. And I think that's, I think you're obligated to do that. You're not even really obligated, but once a year seems like plenty. That is, that, those are my thoughts. Vincent? I know the show needs me to say a lot of words, but I hate to say it. I agree with you. I, I mean, I know that you, we all have ideas of vacation and none of them are at, you know, somebody your else's house, house for the weekend. Right. You know, yeah. like even if it's your best friend, you're kind of like, that's not vacation. That's a catch up. That's friendly, sure. you know, friend time. But vacation. And it can be a real imposition. Yeah. That's not a vacation. Especially if their house smells like cigs. Mm-hmm. Yuck. So I would try to stay at a hotel when I visit them. Yeah, you know, and there are a lot of hotels in that area. It is it is actually a vacation spot. Mount Shasta, that area, freaking beautiful. We were just talking about McLeod the other day. And oh. Lassen, I mean, it's incredible. It's beautiful up there. Tons yeah, of great I mean, hiking. That's, and That's good stuff for a three-year-old. Like, I would want to bring my three-year-old there for that reason, to yeah. be outside, to go do things, to go see stuff. And then the, the other thing is, and I have this feeling about my family is, I want my kids to know my mom. I Absolutely. want that. And I don't want them to know her as the person who came once a year for a day or, you know, like I want them to feel like they know her mm-hmm. and she knows them and that they're, they're comfortable around each other. They love each other. Yep. They've yeah. had a million exchanges. And I'd like to think that this is my own thought because I love my mom. It's that's if that's not clear, I'm I'll say it. I want them to be influenced by her. Mm. She's a good person. She's someone that they should learn from. That's a very nice thing to say. I want that. So that's why we try, we go out of our way. What we do or had been doing, flying down, getting in a car and driving her back up here for a month. That's a lot more than the occasional weekend visit twice a year, you know? Right. So obviously I'm, you know, I guess you could say I was putting my money where my mouth is in that I want them to know her. Right. And we were willing to do all of the stuff to make that happen. I think what Sarah said though is perfect. Well, I think too, depending on every, everybody's got different circumstances, budgets and, and housing. And, you know, you are, you're very lucky. She can come and she can immerse herself as much as she wants with the kids and when she needs a break she can go to your little apartment down by the beach well actually she can stay for an extended amount of time the reason she did that was because of her dog who has since passed rest in peace shadow oh shadow oh no yeah that's very recent it it is very very recent as a matter of fact but so i'm so sorry don't worry she well i mean she hopefully she doesn't listen she's not listening to this part of our show uh but that was something that we had to do because so when she's coming now, she's going to fly up. This is just one of those parent conversations I'll, I'll share with you. She goes, well, I'm going to fly up. I want to fly up, but I don't want to put you out. And I'm all, how is you flying here and me getting you at the airport any less than what we out. used to have to fucking do? We used to have to get on a plane 
fly to Ontario. She had to drive there, meet us at the airport. Then I'd get in the car and drive her back. Like, I'm like, mom, fly up any time. Fly up every weekend. Yeah. Get it's a 20 minute drive. Right. 20 minutes compared to eight hours from one end of the state to the other. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You're not putting us out. Life right. got easy. Sorry to say this, Shadow, but life got easier when you went to heaven. Well, she's getting another dog, isn't she? I mean, I don't she know. is a dog person. She is a dog person. And I do Who's think Who's she going to talk to if Shadow's not around? You can't rush that kind of thing. People do this on their own. They but grieve, yes, I think right. she will get another dog, but she's it just happened. So, you know, oh, it, she it must would be, be broken up. Oh. Maybe even in bad taste to turn around and get another you know, dog that quick. That is so the thing about you love them so much. They are part of the family and they are these major losses that you suffer every decade. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't do it. I just can't. Like the cats are bad enough. Holy shit. Dogs are just, you just love them. They love you too. Yep. Oh, and the end anyway, is never pretty. I think that solves their problem though. Like you said it right off the bat. Right. Go there a couple yeah. times a year, have them up a co- you know once or twice a year, and you've covered you've covered your your duty. Sure, right. I mean, you know, it's it's probably not helpful advice if they're constantly like, "Why don't you guys come up every weekend? We want to see our grandkid." But then that's tough. But it's you know, well, because we don't want him to sit in a car for ten hours every weekend. That's yeah, why. and that's uh, it goes back to also that's not that's not easy, and that's not vacation. That is no. a lot of work. Yes. A lot of work. So you want to do that as few times as possible. The little aside that she put here is a response to, um, you remember, I don't know, a week or so ago, we were talking about the mother who was secretly uh, an alcoholic. Mm. Um, And then they, when she got to the hospital to see her mom who was in the hospital, she was like, why is my mother in restraints? Mm hmm. So uh, this is her aside about that. FYI, about that alcoholic mother that was in restraints in the hospital because she was withdrawing. We never send patients straight to alcohol rehab. Social workers and substance abuse navigators give patients resources, but it's the patient's and the patient's family's responsibility to take care of chronic issues outside of the acute care setting where we are making sure they don't die. But once we've made sure of that, that's parents. She must be a healthcare worker. That must be where their responsibility for that particular patient ends. We're giving you these resources. We're telling you what the situation is. We're keeping this person alive. Here she is. Take her. Yeah, quitting drinking isn't something you can force on someone. And nope. they, the the drinker, is the one that has to uh, uh, handle that daily with a new reset each day. I'm not going to do that today. And it's not easy. And so there's no forcing that on people. In right. fact, that's it's no different than the elderly person who smoke cigarettes and they find themselves in the doctor's office and the doctor says they have cancer and the the doctor says, you have to quit smoking or you're going to die. That's all they can say. And then it's up to that person. Yep. And you know, my grandma who smoked her whole life and did end up with cancer was someone who, and I can't speak, I wasn't around every minute of the day. I have no idea what it was like, but she, she would say she quit and didn't. And that's just the way, and I don't even blame her for that. It's awful to be addicted to something that you know you need to quit and you can't. Yes. It's horrible. Horrible. And I think too, you're now you're elderly and you have cancer. 
and you're like, what else do I have to live? Like now this other pleasure, pleasurable thing that I do is, is taken away. Like my life couldn't fucking suck harder. And it's not just the nicotine fit. It's the rituals. Yes. It's the... There's a lot there. The nicotine kids, honestly, I know you, you don't want to hear it from the old people. Hello. Uh, but that's a prison that you lock yourself in. And you have the keys the whole time. But it's well, really fucking hard to find them. And drinking, quitting drinking is similar in that there are rituals and also your friends and yeah. societal norms that yep. come with drinking that maybe grandma at this point isn't dealing with but any young person who has to quit for their uh, health for health difficult. reasons will find themselves going everyone at work drink drinks and they leave work on Fridays and go party together and I'm not part of that and like there's a lot that you are aside from when you have to quit drinking so I don't know if that grandma will have much luck unless she really wants that. Right. It's rough. Uh, not to add on a, end on a sad note, but that's it. Uh, please send happy uh, or uh, any bad advices along to us. Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAls.com. Have a wonderful hey, weekend. Yes, dear. B- before we end, let's end on a happy note. Let's ask okay. Bryn. You haven't told us much about Kaya in a while like what's oh. going on how yeah. are you yeah. it's a baby update you and the wife <laughs> okay update. is the baby yeah, good we're okay for the most part we're just tired uh there's there's not very much sleep going on there's a lot of different routines i'm sleeping with my daughter who continuously wakes me up touching my face it's weird it scares me actually because i'm not used to sleeping with anybody she's like just making sure you're there i guess oh, oh, right. so oh. I turn all the lights so she's like Face is like three inches from my face, like touching it. Like I'm like, ah, what are you doing? Have <laughs> you like- ever noticed how incredibly gross a little kid's breath can be in the morning <laughs> when they like oh, yeah. you just they and they they don't know they don't even know yet, so they're just right in your face with this rank breath, and you yeah. just kind of I have never said to them other than go brush your teeth. I've never said like when you wake up. Your breath smells like shit. Like you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. You know, I just try to say go, go brush. Go easy, but, man. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I, but luckily they're cute the whole time. So yeah. That. Well, There's if that. they, I like when you know they crawl into your bed in the morning with their stinky breath, and then they have the fucking balls to tell you your breath stinks. Oh. I'm like, how do you think your smells? It's called morning breath, kid. Yeah. Let's go brush our teeth together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you guys are good. Too. Yeah, no COVID at the moment. Everybody's no healthy. Yeah, that's right. We're doing. A, I think we're doing a, a one month celebration because we're about that time. Oh, at and my parents' house during the New Year. Yeah, the New Year, right? Weekend. So happy oh, good. New Year. Oh yeah. What uh, guy? Guy Fat Choi. Gung Hei Fat Choi. Gung Hei Fat Choi. Yeah, that's the Chinese version of. I think it's like get money or something. Hope you hope you get money. Oh, like that's what well, that means? Something about being popular. What's the Vietnamese version? Chuk Mong Nam Mai, which is... Chuk Nam Mai? Yeah, like, that's the oh, Happy New Year, Oh, very well actually. done. Uh-huh. Well, it's yeah, all right. about those inflections, folks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Got the tone Chuk on. Chuk Mai? Good. Like, now I've already yeah. lost it. But we're super super stoked, super happy, and also very exhausted, you know? That so everything's month. normal. Oh. Yes, exactly. All right. Exactly. Kaya, doing her job as a baby. Keeping you up all night. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you back here on Monday. The end.
That turned those frowns around. Oh, the end. Yeah, that turned my frown around, though, too. Yeah. I, I felt True, like, I forgot oh, all yeah. about that other As soon stuff. as I heard about Kaya, I was like, oh, I'm smiling. This is great. Oh, yeah, my life is good. Sucks right. for you, but. Yeah, well, hey, sorry, buddy. Uh, the end.